This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com/donate. Then the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Ita is zakah, the giving of zakah." So if we look at that explanation of zakah, we will come to find that Allah subhanahu wa taala has mentioned asnaf. Asnaf are categories of deserving causes or people who will be given that particular zakah. And this is why we say that it's not something that is totally voluntary, but rather it has a compulsory uh, side to it. The minute your wealth exceeds a certain amount known as nisab, and you've had it for an entire year, these are your savings and certain type of wealth that you've had excess if you've had it for more than a year, you need to give a small amount of it to, towards the categories that Allah has asked you to give towards. And if you don't, you would actually be sinful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains it to us by saying, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِّرُهُمْ وَتُزَكِّيهِمْ بِهَا Take from their wealth a sadaqah, a charity. Take from their wealth a charity that will purify them. It will purify them. And it goes to show that the connection of man to wealth is such that sometimes it comes between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some people, when they earn money, they want so much of that money that they forget whether it is halal or haram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the wealth belongs to Allah. We will decide what you can do with the wealth, what you cannot do with the wealth, how you can earn it, how you cannot earn it. So it is absolutely important to know that the, how we've earned it was halal and how we spent it was halal as well. Some people are very conscious of how they earn the money, but they tend to forget when they're spending the money, they think, well, it's my money, so I can use it as I wish. No. You are not allowed to use it as you wish. You cannot buy that which will displease Allah or pay for that which will displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot use your money in a way that will displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So remember, it is about buying or earning, sorry, earning and spending, both of those. And when we have excess, we should not get so connected to it that we forget those who are in need or the causes in need. Therefore, we need to give. So the charity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about and the giving that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about is absolutely important. It is considered a pillar of Islam. Imagine to take out from your wealth and give to Allah's cause is known as a pillar of Islam. If you do not do that, unfortunately, the whole building comes crashing. So it's not like Okay, there are five pillars of Islam. Perhaps, you know, I believe in three of them. My building, my structure will be okay. No, none of us would like a broken window in our own houses. So imagine a person who has a whole section of the house that's already gone. Would you live in it? The answer is no. So in the same way, we'd like to repair and make sure that everything is, you know, watertight. Everything is soundproof or whatever else. We have the best system, the loveliest walls, the foundations are strong. You know, when we're making or when we're building, 
We have inspectors come to check that the foundation is correct because if your foundation is not correct, no matter how much time, effort, energy you spend trying to beautify the rest of that particular building or house, you're wasting your time. It will come crashing. But if your foundation is solid, even if you slowly build on that and you take your time, it might not be as quickly as everybody else, but you have done the right thing. This is a very interesting point that we need to consider when it comes to Islam and the reasoning behind the metaphor that is being used in the hadith by Rasulullah regarding pillars and the building of Islam upon these five powerful pillars.